0: Welcome back to Amigas y Café. This is your host, Ana Lilia. Thank you for joining me another week here on this journey of podcasting. This week's episode, what I would like to do is just check in and find out what's working for you, what's not working for you, especially many of you are probably a month or second month back into school and we're coming to the end of September. Hard to believe fall is just right around the corner. And one of the things is sometimes we start something and it's not working and we think, well, it'll get better. Well, it'll get better. And sometimes we really have to step back and see what changes do I need to make? Do I need to speak up? Is something not working out for my child? Is something not working out for me? In Is something not working out with me um, as far as at home with my partner or even at work. So continuing a little bit about the self-care, but beyond the self-care, more about what's working out, what adjustments do you have to make going into a new month of October? And we still have this, this is the last full week left in September. That even sounds weird, but everywhere you go right now, every store, it's all pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice, everything. And simply today, the weather is still hot in San Diego. So today I have the fans going and and it's still hot. But here I am at the grocery store at the end of the night buying uh, pumpkin spice coffee for tomorrow morning. So what's working out? What's not working out? I wanted to share an experience. And honestly, I thought this was so important. And I thought gosh, as a parent, I need to be more aware of these situations. We had sports this weekend with with both of my boys. And I was at the basketball game with my older son. And I noticed um, he hasn't played sports in a bit. He's been off during the summer. He's just starting back again. And we don't play competitive. We just play for rec. And I noticed him at the game. He was there. But he, I could just tell he was hesitant, not truly going for place, kind of playing safe. And I don't know what happened. I just saw all of a sudden he tried, and I'm sure the place have names, but I am like at Basketball 101. I am learning that you shoot a hoop in the basket. And that is where I'm at. I do understand, understand some of the penalties such as uh, traveling so that's the extent of my basketball knowledge but I noticed that at one of the times that my that Diego was able to get the hand his hands on the ball he he shot the basket he missed and I could see it in his body language I can see it in his face he was totally disappointed nice thing right away and I And I don't think I was the only one who noticed that. The coach immediately picked up on that. The coach immediately picked up on that and said, great try, Diego. Next one, you'll get it. Keep going as the game is still going on. It is a very fast-paced game. So by the time the coach finished saying this, there's another play happening already on the court. But I went back to that and I just thought, oh my gosh, the coach noticed that is a great coach that can notice uh, the the body language and just the fact that, in this case, my son, I could tell he, he was disappointed. He felt defeated with that one play. But those coaches' words came back, and all of a sudden, I could just see Diego's shoulders kind of move up. I can see him try different plays. And all of a sudden, he's playing, and I'm thinking... Oh my gosh, like somebody just literally flipped a switch. Well, in this case, his coach flipped a switch, and I have a whole new child on in the court. Um, he made some great plays, and I felt the team was really balanced in the sense that there was not one child dominating because you do have that sometimes in sports. Every place goes to the to the star athlete. This coach was so aware of of making sure that all players got equal time, making sure that all players were improving on their skill, calling out, try this. Hey, I I appreciate the way you did this in the court or I really like the way you did this in the court. You really stood out. And this is all, again, happening so fast courtside. And it just reminded me as a parent and as a teacher the importance of what I, when I become aware that something is not working, rather than me nagging or saying, oh, you did it wrong, or your homework's still not done, I'm waiting for you to finish it, because I do say that at home, um, I need to flip that switch, and rather than bring them down, I need to build them up, and what can I say to encourage What can I do to encourage, to promote? My family, for my son, I felt like it was really important, just me noticing the difference. Unfortunately, my husband was not there for the full game. He did catch part of it. But I was telling him there was such a difference. And it was literally like a light switch. It all went on. There was many more great plays he did. And we started sharing our own experiences how do we feel when something's not going well? Well, we feel defeated. Obviously, as an adult, even at work or at home, you kind of have to keep going and you figure it out. And then once it works out, you're feeling like, okay, well, I was able to do that. My main message this week is, instead of focusing of on what your child is not doing, the areas they need to improve in, and instead of focusing on what they are not doing, try to see what you can do to motivate them to improve and this is where I mean are there changes you have to make are there adjustments you have to make maybe it's a change within yourself maybe it's a change uh, in your own attitude and I know one of the things that was happening at my house is We were just getting frustrated simply. The planner's not coming home completely filled out. It's only been a couple weeks of school, but that planner not coming home completely filled out with my younger one forgetting his lunch bag and other things that honestly kids do at school every day. And I know this. I'm a teacher. So you would think, well, you're a teacher. You're aware of this. It should be much easier at your house. And it's not because I have these same expectations for my own children that I expect them to be responsible, I expect them to remember. And sometimes it means I have to take a step back and realize, okay, it does no good to remind him, he didn't bring the lunch bag, what can I do to help him or her remember? What can I do to change my own attitude? Because if I have a positive attitude, the whole outcome's gonna be more positive. I guess many things in this episode, not just stepping back, making sure that attitude that you're, when you're talking to your child is a positive attitude. You don't need to, you don't need to make it a more negative situation. You don't need to say, see, I told you, you always forget that book. You don't always come prepared. I'm sure there's many of you who do, and I've done it myself because I'm thinking, that's your one job. How could you forget it again today? But changing it, So for us this weekend, it was such a life learning experience to be present in the moment with the basketball game, to be present and a Watch the coach. Watch what worked with my son and with the other players, not just my son. I felt like this coach just had a great attitude with every player and their different strengths and things they needed to work on. And at the end, just the way he pulled the team in a huddle and after every meeting, there was a high five between the team and all of them. All right, we're going to go out there and have fun. We're okay. We're going to do this. Even though the player, the coach, and I thought it was super interesting, the coach, you know, refs, is a whole separate podcast. Sometimes you agree with the, the calls the refs make. Sometimes you don't. And there was a couple calls that obviously it wasn't me, but everybody else sitting on the side courts, um are talking about the place and I'm just nodding my head because again, I don't know the place or else I probably would have been saying something to like, yeah, I disagree with the ref. And the coach just kept telling the kids, it doesn't matter. We are playing. We're here. What do you need to do next? And I thought that's kind of the way life is. Sometimes things don't go according to plan and it doesn't matter. What do you need to do next to make it happen? So, for my soon-to-be teenager, hard to believe, but for my soon-to-be teenager, we changed it up and I said, let's improve in some areas of school that we need to improve, whether it's writing in the planner more, whether it's bringing the books home, etc. The list can go on and on because he's a boy and... he." Like I said, in other podcasts, in other episodes, he's there to socialize with his friends. That's, that's just where my boys are at. They want to socialize. They want to be at school with their friends, even though I tell them, no, you're there to learn. You're there to do this. In their eyes, they're learning, but their primary goal is socializing. So it was a good lesson for all of us. And. We then kind of began talking about school as, okay, well, if school is a game, a championship game or a game, what do you need to do to reach the next level? How are you going to get there? So talking about it like a sport, all of a sudden I could see what I saw in the court happen here at my dinner table rather than having him be frustrated because we're having to read the weekly newsletter and plan for the week. He was engaged. And I said, Okay, this is our game plan. This is how you're going to be successful this week. So what do we need to do now? And every chance I got, I kept referring it back to the game plan. And the game plan is to be successful And because school is a game, you need to have a game plan for school and for this week that's busy and you have several tests and you have several activities and you have practice. And I have to tell you, it was a very calm Sunday in preparation for the new week. There's some Sundays that are just naturally calm and there's other Sundays that I get a lot of pushback. I don't want to review the newsletter. Why do I need to review it? I already know what's going to happen. My teacher is going to talk about it tomorrow. And I was trying to explain to him, you go into whatever game, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, with the game plan. You don't just show up. And all of a sudden, it kind of made more sense. And he was just more receptive. So... As a parent, as a teacher, and of course, starting tomorrow, I'm even going to apply this with my own children in my own classroom, those that may be struggling on different skills, whether it's um, difficulty holding scissors or difficulty tracing on on the lines or writing their sentences. Whatever areas of difficulty I'm going to have, I'm going to make sure I empower them. By showing them what they can do, showing them what their next step is or what they have already accomplished or keep going, you're going to get there. So I, even in a way, being the biggest cheerleader that these kids have as a teacher and then being a cheerleader at home, even for my own chill, for my own voice, to encourage them to push outside their comfort level. And it's sometimes difficult because of their different ages. But I really felt today or this weekend just make almost like a breakthrough. A breakthrough in the sense that being aware is empowering. So awareness. I challenge you this week to just be aware. Be aware. Notice. Read the body language with your children. When the shoulders begin to drop, when the eyes begin to roll, the deep breath, the sighing. After you've asked them to do something, whether it's with school or at home, check the way you say the things, if you can change it, if you can change your sentence, if you can change the way you ask them, or if you change it, then say, Hey, I know you can do this. I believe in you. I know you can clean your room. I know you'll do an amazing job because honestly, even if someone told me that, it feels so encouraging. And even in this podcasting adventure that I'm on, I have to tell you, it's quite a scary thing sitting here in front of the mic and just talking, sometimes I feel like I'm rambling and sometimes I have a plan and I go com- completely off the script and other times I follow my script that I have, not so much a script, but I follow the ideas that I wanna share and get out with you guys, but I wanna be as honest and as transparent as possible. So sometimes it's like, forget my script, this is more important because I saw it and it works. I saw the difference it had in, In my Sunday, just prepping for the week. I'll keep you guys updated. I may come back next week and say, well, that went out the window, but it might work for some of you. And that's what I'm saying Adjust what you're doing. Change what you're doing. Maybe the way you're talking to your kids. You need to maybe even talking to the teacher. It, it's been a rough start of the school year. Maybe changing that approach. Being aware and making sure it's positive. You're, you're walking in with a positive attitude, whether it's your child's room, into your house, into work. Having that positive attitude will seriously have a positive impact. It'll just be a good thing. So again, having positive reinforcement with the kids and with anybody, even at work, can be a good thing. So make sure that you are being the positive in others, in yourself. That's why last week we had that self-care podcast that I did. Are you taking care of yourself? Are you taking time? What are you doing to refuel yourself to be the best, best version of you? and being positive and encouraging for others it means so much as i was saying in the podcast n- now with me recording a podcast it's so nice because i've received so much support from some of the friends that i hadn't talked to in a while some of the some of my family members that i don't necessarily see often but They are the most encouraging and they keep sharing my stuff on the Instagram. They, when I see them, they share how great it is and I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and they believe in me and all those things are so nice versus someone saying, oh, what are you doing? Oh, another podcast. Just simply that. And applying it to yourself so truly being encouraging kind of reminds me of something I learned from my I know this was from my mom and I'm sure my dad said it too but it reminded me if you have nothing nice to say then don't say it at all and that is so true Because you don't need naysayers, you don't need someone focusing focusing on what you're not doing well or perhaps highlighting, oh, you still haven't dropped those extra pounds, oh, you said you were going to work out, you're still not doing it, you're still not doing that. Whereas someone saying, hey, I can see you're busy because you're recording you're trying to get the youtube channel going you're going to more workshops more conferences about podcasting and just growing your mindset is so important but oh man it feels like you need you need to be your own you need to really surround yourself by people who are encouraging, who are motivating, and who believe in you truly is what it comes down to it. Um, if they believe in you and they encourage you, then you have yourself a good tribe. You have yourself a good group of people that truly believe in you, and that's all you need to keep going. Take risk and kind of be relating it back to the basketball game, it could be It could be that you're stepping out of your comfort zone, you're second-doubting yourself, but go for it. And you may be successful, and you'll never know unless you try. So kind of with this parenting, you'll never know what works because what worked for a friend may not work for you. What worked for your older child may not work for your younger child. And it's just constantly readjusting. So as you close out September, just kind of check in: What do you need to do to readjust as a parent, as a sibling, as a, a parent, as a partner, as a wife, etc.? What do you need to do to make sure you're motivating? that person beside you and encouraging them to be the best version of themselves and to step outside their comfort zone thank you for listening to amigas y cafe this week if you can hit subscribe and if you would be so kind to leave a review rate and review in whatever app you use Uh, to listen to this podcast. I really appreciate it. Now I understand there's all these algorithms and number of plays. And it's encouraging because I am getting many plays on the podcast. But I now just need to work on increasing the number of reviews. So please share with someone else. Share on your Instagram, hashtag me, Amigas y Café. Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. On Instagram at Amigas Café. On Twitter at Amigas y Café. Thank you so much and have a great week.